So welcome, friends, to the Deep Roots Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of Chris and I talking. I'm Richard Clinton and Chris Dearborn, and we're just gonna we're gonna ham it up here a little bit and just talk about a little bit from our stories and, and what we feel has been an important topic, if you will, to talk about right now. And that's the idea of community, the idea of what that looks like. And Chris, you mentioned we really want to go after this community of people that have been to our weekends for one um, and and the people that are around the people that we're we're, we're connected with outside of that and to back, uh, piggyback on your question of do we need another podcast um, I've wrestled with the same question of, is it needed is it necessary um, but I think there's there's always something to offer there's always more in the kingdom so why would we not offer what we feel like God's leading us to offer as well? And that's, I think that's kind of where, where we are in this. Yeah. So we're, we'll rough our way through this yeah. and see where it goes. I think the kind of people that we want to listen to this are people in our community. I think the knowledge of the person who you're hearing in your ears, knowing who that person is, is actually really vital. The Western church has become sort of this prepackaged sort of Christianity that is kind of like marketed worldwide. Yeah. And it's it's almost like for some reason, partially because of the way our society works, because of the way our economics work, mm. we think that we need to like make everything branded and consumable by literally everyone right. in America, if not the world. And I see this thing happening with the church where that kind of prepackaged, branded version of church has stopped working and it's become less helpful to the people who actually really need help. And what we see with podcasts, ministries like Ransom Heart and Zoe and, and The Forge is far less qualified people, myself being one of them, picking up this message and being like, Hey, I don't know everything, but I think I've learned a couple things. Uh So here we'll bring it to our, we'll bring it to our community. And, and what's great about that is I can get feedback. I can be sharpened and those rough edges, those parts that are not good can be taken off. And also I can be affirmed for the things that are good Mm -hmm. by our community. That's true. And kind of to what you're saying, Chris, I think there's something unique that I guess we, we can offer. Yeah, it's great to, and, and this isn't diminishing anything or anyone, but it's saying that we have an understanding of how to speak to the people around us. And I think that's where the heart of this is and, and being able to be able to offer when we feel like God's laid on our hearts in a way that is real, is transparent, and, and not trying to sugarcoat anything is, I mean... We struggle through things like everybody else, but there's great need for people to be willing to stand up and lay things like this out there. And then let what happens with it happen. Not leave the outcome to us, not leave the results to us, not leave, not being tied to how many listeners do we have? Let's go check the stats and see how people listen to this podcast. But rather just, hey, let's just do this. And, you know, why not take advantage of the technology we have? Mm -hmm as crappy as the technology is that we're using for this. I mean, I guess it could be better, but <laughs> at the same time. Hopefully it doesn't sound crappy. No, I'm sure it'll sound, <laughs> yeah. It will sound 
mediocre at best. Um, no, I'm just I'm, I'm thankful that we're able to do this. I know you and I have, we've talked about doing this for a while, and it's kind of I guess segue from the why we're doing these podcasts to really what is it we're trying to talk about? What is it we're trying to bring? You know, we have a series of things that we've laid out that we feel like are, are important. I think something that's really come up a lot lately, even in our own discussions, uh, Chris, is what is, what is this, what does community look like? What does that truly mm-hmm. look like? You know, we speak of our local church communities, our local towns we live in and all that, but what does it truly mean to be walking in, living in community um, and those around us? And, you know, so that's that's kind of where I think we want to, where I feel like this first message is going to kind of tie into. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know my story and, and many of y'all may not, but, well, I'm in my early 40s now, but for the first 30 Five, 36 years of my life, I was a very isolated man, mm-hmm. you know, married very young, uh, world became all about my family, my career, uh, but that was it, you know. So with that being said, when I realized the need for that, for connection, for, for, for me personally to have other men in my life that I could walk with, I knew that had been something that was missing. Um, and I think for a lot of people around us, people that have been to our weekends, to the Anvil weekends, people that have, uh, ladies that have been to the Unveiled weekends, there are many that do walk in isolation. So what does true, authentic, real community look like? And I think that's that's where I feel like we want to go after right now and answer that question. And, and you know, it's not going to be fully answered, but I think from our perspective of this is what it's looked like for us. I think is important to talk about. So I'll start with you. You, you kind of speak to that a little bit and just kind of see. Uh, I, I gave a little snippet. Now, Chris, you, you kind of share what is that? Just a high level look at, at of mm-hmm. what community looks like versus um, in your own story. Okay. Well, I think we could start with to say what community is. Like my mind immediately just maybe because how it works goes to what community is not. And I, I go to like the ways that I have not done community well in my life. Just because of what's happened in my story, I kind of seem to have this pretty fundamental distrust of people in general. And more intensely, you would never catch me saying this like in my core beliefs or anything, but there's sort of this baseline under the surface distrust of men more specifically. Yeah. Like there, there's a more acute distrust of men because of the way my story goes. So what I did when I was younger is I pretty much just isolated, especially when I was single. Um, I spent the first my first year in Germany at my first duty station locked in my room pretty much, watching movies and playing video games. That was like all I did for like the first year. And then I found a group of people that was good like they pulled me out of my shell and we went did some retreats together and, and got to go to austria and see a bunch of things that was better um but moving forward into into married life since i was in the military military people move a lot so our community was pretty thin there too like yeah we went to church but we didn't have real friends there was a couple people down the street but we talked to them like maybe 
once a month. And they were literally two blocks from us. Very close. So what community is not is is not just Sunday. That's good. And it's not just getting together, getting together for church and going to dinner. It's not a once a week thing necessarily. It can be, but it's not a routine. It is a routine. It's not something that it, that can be done with your brain switched off. Community from all the bad experiences that I've allowed myself to be in and contributed to, you have to be on in community. So just in the last couple months, for instance, leading up to this anvil, you and I talked about it, my go-to when I had problems was to talk to God about it because of my fundamental distrust of people. I'm like, well, God's perfect. I'll talk to him. And also because of my story, I can hear, I think I can hear his voice pretty well. Mm. Um, I think. But I started sensing in the last couple months God saying, you can talk to me if you want, but you're not going to get really any more progress until you go start talking to people who you've become friends with to the level that you can become friends with people. Like you need to go talk to those people. Right. You've done the whole love God thing, the vertical access. You need to do the love others thing, Mm. the horizontal access. So what community is not is just church on Sundays, Wednesdays. It's not something you can coast through. It's not something you can do on autopilot. It is something that is hard Mm. to do, but is so much more rewarding. In the past couple weeks, especially, God's basically been poking me out of the nest Mm. of my comfort, saying, go risk disappointing the people you care about Mm. and risk disappointing them. So... I think that's kind of like the beginning. That's like the headwater of community is live present with your entire being, being awake to the moment. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no. Appreciate you sharing that. I think there's a uh, there's an intentionality. There's a, a purposefulness when it comes to living in community. And like you said, and, I, and I'll agree with you that it's not just a, a necessarily a once a week or every other week. You know, it's got to be more than that. You and I, we walk, we we do a small group together with a group of men every couple of weeks, and uh, which is good. Um, it's it's a good group of men, and, and it's really over the last few years has grown to become a more more authentic group of men. But at the same time, there's more to it than that. There is always a need for more connection. There's there's the need to be willing to reach out outside of those times, outside of just the Sunday get-together at church or the small group gathering. You know, exactly. Who are you going to call when everything has gone south, mm-hmm. when things are just, even if it's as quick as, I've got a fire text out to these th- this group of men because life sucks right now, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's that, that there's an important and there's there's a, an intentionalness and in being willing to lay yourself out there and be willing to share like yeah, this is what I'm struggling through right now and, and and 
yeah, not being tied to who responds to me and who doesn't respond to me, but being willing to just put yourself out there in a way that's that's real. So people know struggles. People know what's mm-hmm. going on in your life. On the flip side, being willing to, when someone does reach out, it's not necessarily, I mean, and every circumstance is different, but how are you going to let them know, hey, I care enough about what's mm-hmm. going on right now. Um, even if it's just stopping right now, I'm going to stop at the moment and truly pray over what's going on right now. That's where you begin to build what you know, our friends at Zoe call redemptive community, mm-hmm. where you have people that are truly that look out for one another, that, that, that will walk through whatever with one another. You know, and, and I'm thankful for men like you, Chris, and friends that are on our team. You know, We have mm-hmm. Butch, Burke, Steve Robinson, Greg Roth, Chet Dallas. Fowler, Dallas Hopped, you know, that group of men, that group of men has been a, I think we've, you know, in some ways we, we've struggled through this. We've struggled through this community piece, right? But at the same time, I think we've also, especially this last anvil we just completed, we really, in many ways, began to solidify what brotherhood looks like, mm-hmm. what a, a true redemptive community can look like. We're struggling with it. We're not perfect at it, but we've been able to establish this, yes, I'm looking out for you, you're looking out for me uh, type of thing. I would have you in my foxhole any day next, stand the shoulder to shoulder with me, and that's just, that's how I look at it. So I want to ask you, you, you alluded to it before, so same question to you. What does community look like? And I guess what's, this is probably a better way to put it. So question to you then, hopefully the same question, what did you think community was and what have you found community to truly be up until now? Okay. Yeah. I think in many ways, I guess I can say for, for many years, I didn't have an idea what community was for me, um, especially before really walking with the Lord and really getting to, um, build, uh, that walk with Christ, uh, a community to me, just, the people that you were just around, whether you knew each other, what was going on uh, in your lives or, or not, or even if you had a snippet of a, a picture of, of someone's life. Our community for many years, my wife and I was spent at the ball field. We, we had a group of people that we just came to know at baseball tournaments, softball tournaments and such good people. And there was nothing against that. But at the same time, there was, there was no depth to it. Yeah. Right. And that I think that was um, because I didn't know what that looked like. And and quite frankly, I think for many, there isn't a willingness to go beyond, hey, let's let's just we're going to be together at the ball field or Mm -hmm. we may get together for this or that get together or whatever. But what I've come to really see community become is a group of people that struggle well together. For lack of a better word, you're able to know each other's faults. You're able to know what each other is going through right now. And I want to be clear, it's not necessarily I'm, every time I'm around somebody that I'm going to lay out all kinds of garbage, that I'm vomiting what's going on in my life. But it's a willingness to say, hey, we know one another enough. We trust each other one, uh, enough with each other's stories. And I think that's that's where, like Chrissy and I, we, we we've come to get to get to that place over the last couple of years that we've known each other. And right? it's still not complete. No, it's not. We're still working through it. We still struggle through it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it. Gosh, what was it? A few months back, like, I was not feeling well. 
yeah. at work. Yeah. Not physically. I was like really depressed. Yeah. Really angry. And it was all I could do to call you. Yeah. It was the hardest, one of the hardest phone calls I've ever had to make because it's like, man, here Richard and I have talked about this thing. Yeah. And now I've got to like actually act on it. Oh no. <laughs> um, so there's that. So friends, I think that's a good stopping point for this first episode. Chris and I will pick up this conversation on intimacy and community and what that can look like from a standpoint of walking with a group of people versus a smaller set. So we'll pick up that conversation next time on the Deep Roots podcast. And I pray this is a helpful conversation for you. I pray that you're able to take something from this and that you can look at your own lives and wrestle with the question of, am I walking in community? What does that look like in my own life? So we'll see you next time on the Deep Roots podcast and look forward to talking with you again then.